Yes, how is it going, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. Don't know what episode we're on. Mid twenties now. I'm committing to my one podcast a week. It's Friday after Friday morning. I'm I'm just about keeping to it, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I keep it going for a week and hopefully give you guys some consistent knowledge, bants, hilarious chat for about 20 minutes at least once a week hopefully it's useful hopefully hopefully it's uh not boring as well that's the goal infotainment information with entertainment and hey ho let's rock and roll i got a different setup today i'm the yawning master my friend keeps telling me i'm yawning and i've noticed now that i'm yawning so i'm actually in a different setup i'm downstairs in my front room let's see if this uh different atmosphere can change the the ethos and the energy for the for the podcast already now i'm talking like the ea sports announcer guy and i feel like it's different already i'm in a big room i'm looking around there's more stuff to see but i don't know why i'm telling you this because that doesn't help you at all i've got a nicer view i can see my dog and i'm not sitting back chillaxing on my little swivelly chair so maybe there's going to be more attention and let's just fucking rock and roll again we're doing this every week now. I used to wait for some cool questions, so now it's not all cool questions. There are there are um, two things uh, that came from clients, so it is genuine questions, and then two other things that I want to ramble on, and one of them I've just set, told myself the topic literally two minutes ago. I haven't even thought about it, and I'm going to see what, what bullshit comes out of my mouth. Um, and just quickly before we get into some, some info, I'm just going to, to, to tell people on this podcast that I'm now writing more training articles, kind of like a blog on my website. So if you like listening to me for, for, for some time and you want to read a little bit, I've only put two up now over on regansrugby.com, www.regansrugby.com. I don't know which one. I think they'll both work. Anyway, uh, so if you want to listen a bit more, it's going to be all orientated to, to you and the type of stuff that you want, not about my training. Oh, I did this. I lifted this much. Look at my video. Uh, no, it's going to be useful stuff for you. Everyday guys and gals um, can um, can take use from. Also, blah, 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 drum roll, please. I wanted to give away something to you listeners because I I get about 10 people, bam, straight away within a few hours who always download it. So you must be subscribed somehow. You must You must be on this. It must pop up pretty quickly. Uh, so I want to reward you. Yes, you listening. Uh, I will give you a prize. It is valuable. It's not just some bullshit. I'm just going to email over to you. I'm going to give a prize to the first two people to contact me and uh, and tell me that you are one of my avid keen first response listeners because I want to find out who it is because I'm not I'm not ace on this podcast software. I can just see the listeners and I can see where it's coming from. So. First two people to message me, you are going to get a gift. It is to do with training. It is not some shitty little infograph, whatever. It's not some salesy call where I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to give you some free coaching and then fucking hammer a program down your neck. No, I'm going to give you a gift, a prize for the first two people. I don't care how. Actually, this is going to be interesting. Contact me however you feel that you can. Uh, I'm not even going to give you the options. You just tell me. You just get in touch with me and there's going to be two free gifts. And just contact me saying, hey, Regan, you're the man. I love you. Uh, I want a free gift. And I will tell you how to go forward. How exciting. Wow. Revelations. Anyway, let's get on to some knowledge that may may help you. 
Eating late at night. This is a question from two of my guys on my 21 day challenge. Wow, I'm feeling energetic. Why is that? Is it the room? Is it, is it late morning? Is it because I've had a productive week? Who bloody knows? Let's just fucking carry on. Eating late at night. Two guys on my 21 day challenge messaged me within, the, within 10 minutes. Um, they work long shifts. They get to the gym. They might get home at 9 or 10. Should they still be eating then? And Regan Phillips is non-educated answer is absolutely um there's a bit of a don't eat carbs late at night thing you shouldn't eat late at night bloody 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 blah yes there may be some scientific reasons why you shouldn't do that something to do with insulin some stuff something to do with uh i mean you shouldn't stuff yourself late at night you should be going to sleep comfortable i remember back in back in the day when you fucking shovel two or three plates full of mum's spaghetti and you're so full that you can't sleep uh, that's not going to benefit anyone obviously have a normal meal um don't stuff yourself at 10 p.m um but yeah there, there, there's this consensus especially in more of the the training for looks and, and and personal training or bodybuilding where you don't eat carbs after x amount first of all the science behind that is bullshit obviously i used to believe that as every young gym lad did i used to actually tell clients that hold my hands up i was very incorrect and very wrong um the theory behind that is that any carbs you eat after four you're not going to burn before you go to sleep and if the carbs are in your body overnight they will turn into fat which is fucking useless um the energy you get from your workout is from the day before it's not like i would wake up if i had a porridge at eight o'clock those oats aren't fueling my body no they're fucking like a quarter way through my digestive system uh the 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 fuel from your workout comes from the day before um depending on the time of day maybe maybe that morning if you're training in the evening so so it's not about it's not like a fire they give this example of a fire uh and you and you put a big if you put a huge big log in uh then it's gonna take too long to burn and it's gonna it's gonna fizzle out or some bullshit like that i think i got that i think i got that analogy wrong actually let's go back 20 seconds and forget that happened um you need to eat to fuel to, to to replenish your body's energy stores and you need to eat to fuel yourself for the next day um i discovered this back when i was a proper gym lad back in my strongman days and i would eat um very low amounts of food very low carb on an arm day because i was doing a bodybuilding spit because i was a bodybuilding bro very low carbs, very low calories on an arm day because I was like, oh, I don't need too much energy on this day, yada, yada, yada. And then I'd try and do an absolutely mega huge leg session the next morning and I would have one big breakfast, like a big porridge and a big a big bowl of like scrambled eggs. However, my 10 a.m. giant leg session, which back in my strongman days, I was a bit of a fucking beast, squatting 200 keys on the regs um i would be fucking knackered and and it took more research and and more looking into the body systems and and when you're you use your energy to make me realize that you need to fuel up the day before for your activity on the day and the same goes for if you're playing rugby on a saturday if you're playing saturday morning your breakfast will hardly help yes it might spike your insulin if you have a bit of sugar which i would agree but the real main fuel that's stored in your muscles is going to come from your dinner the day before perhaps even a bit of your lunch 
Um, if you've got like a three o'clock kickoff, then 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 the breakfast will help a bit as well. And I would suggest having a big breakfast and, and obviously caring about that meal. But the 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 fuel you get is from 20 the last 24 hours so so just just structure that in to your day um this high carb low carb cycling i don't particularly like it either on the basis that most of the people i would train um are exercising most days of the week sorry sorry go back most people that i train are exercising um at least every other day they might have rugby on tuesday thursday saturday and they might go to the gym on monday and wednesday so if you have a if you that was your case and you were exercising monday tuesday wednesday thursday saturday if you're saying to yourself okay i'm friday not training today gonna have low fuel gonna have low carbs today because i'm not training my body doesn't need it when you wake up on a saturday for your game and your glycogen stores are depleted which is basically your energy stores um you are going to be fucked for your game and the same as on a sunday if you're playing 80 minutes of running headfirst into other humans um, you are going to need to recover for 48, 72 hours. If you have a low-carb, low-calorie day on a Sunday, because you're not exercising that day, you are limiting your recovery from the Saturday. So that's why I like to keep my clients and, and my nutrition the same throughout the whole week, uh, the same moderate amount. Um, there might be some slight tweaks the morning of a game. Um, but other than that, I like to keep it fairly constant because if you're not training on that day, you're going to be recovering from the training the day before um the initial question was eating late at night so yeah so yeah you need to eat late at night rugby players and if you've got a normal job you're going to be training you might finish rugby training at 8 30 and even finishing the gym at 8 30 get getting back at nine if you've had a long day if you've smashed the gym smashed running if you don't eat your energy stores are going to be sort of open looking for replenishment uh, and you're not going to give it to you. You're not going to give it to them. So, so your your energy stores for the next day are going to be very low, and you're going to feel fucked and feel knackered. Um, and you need to get over this. Don't eat carbs or eat something past nine p.m. bullshit because that is for fitness models, people who just care about how they look. If I was training someone to just lose body fat, they didn't need to play rugby, didn't need to do whatever. Yes, I would slowly reduce the energy that they're taking in during the whole day um, because because uh, you don't need it, basically. Um, but if you're going to run around as hard as you can for an hour and a half at 7pm and uh, you need to replenish yourself after that. So you need to uh, eat after every training session. Post-workout meal is the most important meal of your day. And if you're missing out on that, you're missing out on them sweet baby gains. Baby gains? What the fuck is that? Them sweet gains, baby, is what I meant to say. Baby gains? I have no idea. All I'm thinking of is that 300 spoof, this is Sparta, and that baby comes out with a beard and a six-pack. That is baby gains right there. Let's see if anyone gets that reference. Next topic. Uh, skipping breakfast. Now, that's another question that I got from someone. So these are the two real questions that I got from clients this week. Should I skip breakfast? Um, and you need to look at your the overall picture of, of, of what you're looking to do. Now, most people that I train are looking to lose weight, get a bit fitter and play a bit more rugby. Um, oops, I just pressed something on my laptop. I really hope I didn't stop this. Nope, still going. Uh, most people want to lose weight, get fitter and play a bit play a bit better rugby and obviously the main thing that you need to do for that is to 
monitor your calories, consume less calories than you're burning, do some kind of exercise, and uh, obviously if you want to get better at rugby, still go to rugby training. But yeah, monitoring your calories and doing some form of exercise. If you are someone who really lags and, and, and you cannot take the hunger pain and you're a whingy bitch, aka Regan Phillips circa 2015, uh, skipping breakfast is not ideal. Um, when you wake up, this is, this, is, this is what I think and how I feel. When you wake up, you've not eaten, let's say you ate at 8 p.m. the night before and you sleep from 10 till 6 and uh, the next meal is seven, you've not eaten for 11 hours. And I am, I feel that I am hungry and it's something I enjoy doing. So I will always have breakfast. Also, myself, my personal goals, I'm not looking to lose a ton of fat. Um, I am looking to still maintain or put on muscle and increase, improve my performance. So eating enough is important for me. I, I don't eat half as much as I used to, literally. Um, I used to have four big meals and two double protein shakes with a banana or oats, like easily three and a half thousand calories a day. Now my routine is different. My motivations are different. I just about get three meals in uh, and I'm not as much of a meathead as before. I might not even eat meat every single day. So getting my food in and get my protein in is, uh, is a question. So for me, I, I insist, I enjoy and I insist that I have my eggs in the morning because that is a good protein hit for me after not eating for since the dinner before. So for me, it is important. However, for you, if your goal is to lose a little bit of weight, and if you're not super hungry in the morning, you can skip it. Obviously, there's this thing called intermittent fasting, which is basically skipping breakfast. I think I spoke about this a, a, a few podcasts ago. So if you really care, go back, because I can't be bothered to give some more spiel on that. Um, but if you just want to cut calories out and cut a lot of time out of your morning, then, uh, then skipping breakfast, I would definitely encourage um, because it cuts out a lot of time. And there's a lot of benefits to fasting, actually. Oh, this is quite interesting. I wasn't going I'm going to do a 48-hour fast next week. I've always thought that it's useful. I've always read about it. Obviously, it's not uh, hammered in the fitness and, and strength and conditioning world because they want you to get your protein in, get your calories in, and get training hard. However, for like an overall health perspective, um, it's actually really good for you. If your body is always sending the blood to your digestive system and sending your energy to your digestive system to, to, to break down food, it misses out on, on other vital vital things in the body. And obviously everything that you eat sparks different, um, different chemicals released and different hormones released in your body. So if you don't eat for a long time, then your body actually is, is at, at rest basically. Um, and it can do some other things. And if you can get over the hunger, apparently the first 24, 36 hours is bad, then you can do it. Well, the longer, the better, really. And I'm going to have a go next week. Um, we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll do a podcast halfway through and I'll be fucking knackered, mate. But, um, but hey-ho, it's all experience. Life is about experiencing. I used to hate these fads. I used to hate CrossFit. Veganism is shit. Bloody, bloody, blah. But when you uh, you got to experience some of these things and make your own decision, and I and I tried CrossFit. I think it's good for many things. It's good for an experienced trainer and athlete like me. But I think it's not very good for the average Joe. And that's what I found out from my experience. Vegan food and vegetarian food, I feel like, is a nice change. It's it's actually quite it's quite entertaining having different types of foods. 
Um, but however, for me, it's not good. I do enjoy smashing a burger every now and again. And I, and I, uh, it, it, for me, it means my protein content is not too high. So for those reasons, it's not good. But again, these things I would just fucking slate a few years ago. But you got a, you don't know until you try it. And that is like all things in life. Same with travel. A couple of years ago, if anyone knows me personally, my brother's been traveling since he was 18, 19 years old. And I, we used to call him the dosser. We used to call him the slacker. Send your slacker. Um, but when you try it, you realize, fucking hell, this is great. Not stressing about work, seeing new things, meeting new people. And it's bloody fantastic. And that is, that's another thing that's changed my mind. That's something I'm very firm on people should travel and leave their hometown leave their home country for longer than a weekend or a week uh i'm very firm on that but hey ho this is a rugby podcast not a not a lifestyle podcast man i've got my two fingers up in peace signs man uh so skipping breakfast yeah looking to lose weight and you can deal with the hunger absolutely go and do it if you're looking to put on muscle and perform better maybe it's not beneficial to you but you just figure out what is good for you next topic running let's have a little uh let's have a little bullshit about running um a few lot of the guys my 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 clientele the guys that come to me are some people that still play rugby and want to play a bit better and some people that have got injured or don't play any longer but they just want to um still hit the rugby the rugby type program and they still have rugby in their lives i.e they, they they watch it on a saturday and the rugby culture is having a few beers on a saturday so so running you again you need to assess whether you need to do it if you'll need i i have myself have not gone for a run uh longer than a kilometer i did a kilometer a few months ago just to test it and it fucked me up uh, i have not gone for a run in about 10 years uh, when I was doing strongman training, I would be a lean 90 kilos, eight pack and everything. And I would not run one meter because for me, I believe it's more about diet and nutrition. Um, and you need to assess whether you need to run. What is your issue? Do you need to address your food or do you need to have something that entertains you? Do you want that competition back in your life? Do you want that team ethos? Uh, my, my standard on my my programs is obviously going for runs, but some people say, oh, my knees are blown out. And, and they, they feel really guilty. They go, oh, I, I'll, I'll try running, but I really shouldn't, mate. I really shouldn't. It's not good for me. I'm like, that's absolutely fine. Like, if, you, if you're playing rugby, then you should be able to run and you need to train on your feet because obviously your sport, you're on your feet. Um, let, let, let's, say, let's say you were playing rugby uh, and the, the, the cardio you chose every week was cycling and you hit the cycling hard. Maybe you did some intervals on Tuesday before training and then you did a long run, long cycle on Thursday before training and on Sunday you did a recovery cycle. Yes, you are going to be a fit human on a bike. But if you swapped all of those for uh, running, so running intervals before rugby training, a long run on Thursday and a light jog or a brisk walk, you are going to get better at the sport you are doing. It is like uh, a canoeist who might be fitter than anyone in recreational rugby, but they can't run and they run like a retard. So, so yeah, train, train for the thing that you want to do. If you are not playing rugby... Uh, cycling, sorry, uh, running is definitely not ideal. A lot of people stop playing rugby because of their in, because of injuries, ankles, knees, back, hips, whatever. Even shoulders, shoulders can get affected when you're running. Um, so it is not ideal. And if you want to do something that is less impact, then definitely do it. Cycling is great. Swimming is great. 
anything low impact, a rower on the rowing machine, a rower on the river and the sea. Uh, I've got a couple of Welsh guys who send me their kayaking videos in the valleys. Go kayaking. Any, any cardio is good if you want to burn calories and, and feel healthier. Running is definitely not essential. And if anything, running can get fucking boring. Unless you're really structured and you track everything and you fucking love it, it can get boring. Um, so definitely vary it up. And, and I tell people, I think in my welcome document on my on my on my program if you don't want to run i don't care but just copy that style of workout in any in a, any type of cardio so on the rower on a stepper um whatever you need to swimming is actually really good injury rehab uh and it's and uh it's it's really good that is the most boring plain point i've ever made but swimming is good full stop that is the uh that is the general consensus for uh for that point um what else was i going to say oh i think that's by the end of it oh i was going to talk about how i approach fitness training at at rugby so with a rugby team obviously people know me i came from a gym background um i wasn't working with teams or sports my whole life and obviously my my main background was sort of in the gym personal training strength training getting people to lose lose weight and and get stronger and look better um, and that is only all about looks, only about how, how you train in the gym. Uh, and when you are in the gym or, or, or training on your own, that is the only thing you should worry about because obviously there's no ball, there's no rugby skills. Um, however, at rugby training, um, I always like to intertwine fitness with ball skills. So, so there's no point having 15 absolute fucking units uh, that can't throw a ball about. My example would be if you think of CrossFit games, the CrossFitters, the fittest, most fastest, leanest, henchest people on the planet, supposedly. Uh, but that is not going to make the best rugby team because they can't pass, tackle and kick. Um, so how I like to do it and how I would encourage you if you are doing some maybe small group training with your friends or if you're in one of those clubs that's sort of self-coached is to intertwine fitness with ball skills. That is going to get you a better team. Uh, an example would be a fitness drill for a minute, could be shuttle runs, could be simple exercises, burpees, whatever, intertwined with a little mini game of touch or a mini game of rugby netball or some some basic, basic handling. Because obviously the mistakes come in a game when you're tired. Um, and if you are getting fitter, that is great. You're going to be less tired. But if you can perform under pressure, perform under fatigue, that is going to be even better. And I deliberately make sure when I'm doing drills, um, I'm not a rugby coach, but I obviously include the rugby skills. I make them do the drills tired. Because if you're fresh as fuck, uh, there's no point doing a passing drill if you've literally just walked on or you've done a warm up or not. No, sorry. What someone might call a warm up. You've done two minutes of stretching. Of course, an average scrum half is going to fizz it into perfect tens hands or fizz it straight into the the post, whatever he's aiming for. But if it's intertwined with a fitness drill and they're actually out of breath and they're actually under the demands of the game, then uh, that's actual training. And the fitness should be harder than it is in the game. The, the guys tell me that, oh, this is fucking hard. Oh, we hate you. Like they say as a joke. I hope. Um, but I want to make it harder than a game. Then a game is going to be fucking easy. And when I say like an eight-minute drill, they go, oh, God. But there could be breaks in play that are that, are that long. And, um, and it's not very likely. And the whole point is, like I said, doing more than they need to. But uh, if they can do a drill with me for eight minutes nonstop, 
then then they can run a play for th- three or four minutes and it's going to be fucking happy days. That's all my points. Lovely. Look at that. 24 mins. 24 min podcast. 24 mins of bants, entertainment, a bit of info, a bit of knowledge in there. Probably some bullshit I made up on the way, but that is what Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning is all about. So a little recap on what I said at the start. I've got some training articles on my website if you fancy reading a bit more. It's not super scientific. It's not about me. It's useful stuff that you can use. It's um, www.regansrugby.com. If you want to go fancy slash blog slash, that'll get you straight there if you want to, if you want to skip two clicks. Uh, and also I'm going to give a prize, two prizes to the first two people who message me. Uh, it's a real prize and I want to reward you guys and I want to see how you guys contact me because I want to find out what's easiest for you and where you'd go from, where you'd find that. So this podcast from, for podcast from. All right, guys, Friday, Friday afternoon. Everyone's probably getting on the session a few hours. So um, enjoy yourself. This has been quite fun. I only had a couple of points and it's rambled on for longer than I thought. But yeah, hope it's been good. I think in this room is good vibes, good vibes in this room. I've, I've not been yawning. I've been talking a lot louder. Um, and let's hope this podcast actually saved unlike the one last week I had to fucking record again but hey ho much love guys any questions get in touch with me if you want a gift first two people get a free gift get in touch with me anything else you want to say hello get in touch with me alright peace out have a good weekend week year life whatever peace